to another exciting episode of Tennessee on Tap. This is episode eight, our birthday episode. Tennessee on Tap turned one these past few days, so we thought we'd give you guys some highlights from 2023. 2024 has so much more in store. We can't wait to get more recordings and more content out to you guys, our fans. So we hope you enjoy. This first part is a conversation we had with our friend Kirby from episode one. We asked Kirby what his favorite place was and his favorite venue and favorite location. It's a great conversation. Hope you guys enjoy. Do you have a favorite <laughs> place you've gone so far? Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh, boy, that's a hard question because absolutely i don't know man i've been i've uh, okay uh, well make it more specific like uh place i've played or place i've actually just traveled on my own the place you i'll start with i'll start with this how much downtime do you have if you're there for one day um so we usually get to the venue at like three o'clock okay we do sound check and then we're done by five and we have about three hours before we go on at eight okay. and we're opening for somebody. So we usually do our set, get up the fuck off stage and then party our asses off watching the other band. Yeah. Um, and then we sleep in a hotel nearby and then leave. Okay. So <laughs> kind of so, we have basically three hours between sound check and the show. If we want to go explore, that's yeah. So the that's best, it. Maybe. And a lot of times we just stay in the green room and chill. Okay. Like, yeah. Like, at, so at best, maybe like an hour to walk. Yeah. If there's like but a there's, if, if there's, there's like a restaurant or something like right yeah. down the street that has and, to go and the bar. logistics work out to where sometimes we have a day off in a city. Like we had a day we had a day off in just Austin. Make a thing of it. And and just straight up like went around Austin all day. Like you know, when we were in Philly, we got to like go up the Rocky stairs and right. shit. Like we had the time to do that, but and and like I, I try to make it a point to do shit like that. Cause I don't wanna just be old men and go out there and do the gig and come right. home. And I'm like, we, Yeah, I get that. We're seeing the world, man. We gotta like go to we went to Niagara Falls. Like, it's oh, like, awful. come on. Like we're, we were in Buffalo, which is 30 minutes from that shit. Mm -hmm. So I was like, we have to go do that. So like, I, I, I try to make it a point to, oh, that's, to do I mean, shit that's like awesome. that. You know? So that being said, given that you only have those three hours and you're usually staying in the place that you're mm -hmm. playing at, what's been your favorite venue? Um, Not city venue. I know. That's a good question. Um, I would say the one thing that pops out to my mind is the Ogden theater in Denver, Colorado. Wrong. It's Prince street. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> we set your ass up. Um, and the only reason is because, I mean, one is Denver, but, um, I was on the road with Daniel Donato okay. and we were opening for Paul Cawthon. And that place was fucking rocking. Like, just the sound was amazing. It was a great sized room. It was packed in there, and like, I, I think we had a really good show. But I could, I could sit here and rattle off all the venues that I like. Because right. Texas is holding a special place in my heart right now. Like something about Texas, man, and the people there. Like, and the the culture. They have their own music bubble. 
Like Nashville yeah, sure. is a Nashville is a music bubble, but Texas is also a music bubble. Like the whole fucking state, it's crazy. Like they have their own artists that tour. Kind of a different only in Texas. Kind like, of a different vibe though. Yeah, well, and the people are like proud, but not pretentious, but also like fuck you if you don't like what i'm doing yeah like you know like it, it, it's i really like texas like a lot the, the get with it or get out yeah yeah vibe. and i like colorado a lot and now from episode three we talk about prince street pizza our favorite watering hole here in gallatin tennessee so you guys have heard us talk about this uh glorious place it's our local watering hole that is Prince Street Pizza and Pub, located in Galton, Tennessee. It's been open for seven years. They've been named Best Pizza in Sumner County for the seven years. Um, it's a cool, like, kind of dive bar pub that serves um, Tennessee craft beer. Um, we have 24 Tennessee beers on draft all the time, uh, constantly rotating out. Um, we have quite a few specialty pizzas oh incredible pizzas incredible pizzas <laughs> the wings are great um the staff there is just phenomenal i call us the the island of misfit toys because not like outside of prince street like none of us would be friends honestly like none of us would be like we would never meet each other anywhere else and then we all just decide to work and now it's like we have this great tight-knit friends group and family that's Prince Street that everybody freaking loves. Like that place is packed every night. It's awesome. I love working there. Oh, it's an incredible place, man. Like even like yeah, you're saying that about the uh, employees and everything. The same goes for just like the people that are regular there. Yeah. If it wasn't for that place, I wouldn't know a lot of wonderful people. Yeah, we have a huge friends group of just genuine good people. Um Always looking for more friends. Always looking for more friends. Shoot, we do tailgates there. We we have a fantasy football group with regulars. We um, we go to the skate park together. We play disc golf together. We go to concerts together. I mean, it's it's developed. If without Prince Street, the Prince Boys, air quotes, yeah, would have right. never been a thing. And like, I'm so grateful for this place. Um, some of their pizzas, uh, I prefer. It's called the Pretty Fly for a white pie. Is that your favorite? It's yeah, it's pretty much my favorite. It's an Alfredo based pizza with garlic, bacon, breaded chicken, and tomatoes. Um, it's super savory. It's I switch out the breaded chicken for Nashville chicken, so you get that little like heat kick to it. Yeah, super good. You you really like the Popeye. <laughs> yeah man i was sitting there actually thinking to myself i was like man which one really is my favorite and i was having a hard time going kind of going through them and i was like hmm, yeah i do like that popeye yeah it's got uh, spinach <laughs> mushroom uh alfredo um what else is on there Some onions uh it's really good we have a gluten-free crust that's calif uh cauliflower crust yeah that's usually how i get the popeye is 10 inch on uh gluten-free crust yeah. and a thin thin crust also so it's nice and crispy yeah no it's it's a solid place um shoot we uh we do rock paper scissors 
We do a monthly rock, paper, scissors, 16-person bracket, and I host that, and it's just, it's stupid funny. I mean, honestly, it's we so We have our goofy. own referee. Yeah, Miss Colleen, shout out to Colleen, um, Queen. who hasn't listened to our podcast yet, just saying. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm it's jerk. just, it's such a cool, like, I don't know, it's just a cool, like, if you need support man like this group of people there are just always there and they're just they're awesome i love working james brown does wonderful work with the pizzas i've never seen a man care more about his work oh my gosh start to finish doesn't matter this guy just understands dough and pizza so well he's worked at a lot of different pizza places and he finally came to prince street um i think it was we were already a year in and James came to Prince Street. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought he was there the whole time. I didn't know that. No, he's not an OG. Um, but, I mean, he's... He's an OG in my heart. Yeah, he's he's definitely done so much to Prince Street to make it what it is now. Incredible artist as well. Oh, graffiti. Oh, gosh. He has a rotating uh, graphic that he does outside. Just a mural wall that usually just says Prince, but he does it like... He did one like a zombie. Yeah, always based off holidays. And... He did one upside down for April Fools. Um, and then for Christmas for the pub crawl, he did uh, Grinch Street. Uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was my idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It uh, it's such a I don't know. It's I had to claim that one. It was too good. It's a fun. It's a fun place. Fun place to work. Fun place to hang. Um. Oh man, it's just so cool. I love that place so much. I do. I tried to like do a recording of a, a commercial for it for rock, paper, scissors, and my recording wasn't wasn't loud enough. So like when I played it, you couldn't hear it. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's um it's, it's where cool we place, gather man. for uh all the Titans games mostly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the only time I'm not at Prince Street for a Titans game is if I'm at the game. Yeah, that's right usually have a bunch of people come and rock their jerseys and everyone has a good time yeah we're um we're both mug club members there oh yeah so you get a a 20 ounce mug instead of the 16 really fun uh fun rotating beer beer board um yeah i mean did you mention the golden tap for the mug club no yeah we do uh so it's 24 tennessee beers on draft and then the mug club gets access to uh, what we call the golden tap. It's a 25th tap that can be a non-Tennessee beer. That is voted on to decide. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Because, like, with this warmer weather coming up, um, bringing in stuff like shandies and, like, just light beer oh, yeah. that we could crush. I know you're a shandy boy. Oof, man. <laughs> and I mix a lot of beer, too. That's the fun part. I have all this access to to these beers that I can mix and match and... um. I was talking to some people uh, down at the Nations Brewing Company on Monday about some mixtures that I do. Like a big one is Local AF by Disc Insider and Homestyle by Bearded Iris. And it tastes like a like pink Starburst. It's a weird mix, but like it works out so well. And I've made like a peanut butter milk stout mix with a, um, uh, what's it called? The um, Four Cocoa by uh, southern grist was that the one that tasted like reese's puffs 
Yeah, like yeah, like milk out of a bowl of Reese's puffs. Yeah, like, yeah. I was gonna bring that one up next, and I was like, yeah, that's kind of more of a winter one, but uh, oh, it was so good. Yeah, I mean, it literally identically tasted like the milk from the bowl. Yeah. So I'm a beer tender there. Uh, we're not bartenders; we're beer tenders because we don't have a bar. We just serve beer. Um, when I beer tend, our board is pretty intimidating. You see a bunch of different styles. You'll see browns, sours, blondes, pilsners, kolsch, uh, ciders, porters, stouts, wheats, um, van- vanilla ales, cream ales, lights, light beers, um, you know, Belgian style, farmhouse style, like all these like weird just and when if you if you know craft beer. Like really no craft beer. You could find a beer by yourself. You forgot IPAs. Oh yeah. Shoot. You, <laughs> you want West Coast, East Coast, uh, New England style, hazy, juicy, whatever you want. Um as a craft beer person, it's easier to find something. For a person that doesn't like craft beer or doesn't know craft beer, it's very intimidating. Most of the time people are like, Okay, what do you have that tastes like Bud Light? You know? And that's where i kind of like to jump in because it's okay if that's what you're looking for i can find you a beer that's close to it might have a little bit more flavor to it but um i like being able to just ask the person okay what do you like to drink tell me if you could have any beer in the world right now what would it be um and i'm pretty good at finding a beer for them and if i can't i end up mixing beers to find them the style that they want and a lot of times I get um, like old, like farmer kind of guys, like the blue collar worker that might be, that might be, you know, late sixties, you know, they're just old style guy that wants something like, um, you know, nothing too heavy, nothing too light, but good flavor, you know, a good profile. And nine out of 10 times I'll make them a black and tan with something. And they're like, best thing i've ever had in my life like i love i love just experimenting with beer i love the the profiles that craft beer has to be able to do that and i'm so thankful i'm at a place like print street that you can do that like all the time i have people that are like oh what's your newest like what's your newest mix like blah blah, blah. and i was like oh yeah no dude um easy like easy peasy i had someone the other day they're like i had tunnel vision on um we ran out of home style so tunnel vision it's just a little bit bit more bitter and a little more uh bitey um than home style is and they're like the person was a huge home style fan and they're like oh i just i don't like anything on the board like, how do you not like anything on the board like 24 different beers yeah you don't like something on that board they're like oh yeah well like it's like okay you're a home style fan tunnel vision add a little bit of music city light to it done they're like, wow, that's actually really good. I was like, yeah, I got this. Like, I got you. Don't worry about it. Or like fruity beers. I like mixing fruity beers with some like random beer. Um, okay. What would you make for me? You know, and you know my taste, so this should be easy. Okay, so you like light beers when you're watching football and you can crush some beers. You like like citrus wheat ales um true but you also really like sours also true 
So I would actually, I would give you something more on the sweeter side, but not too heavy where it's like dessert style. Um, like right now we have a, uh, it's called blueberry picnic by Blackstone. It's a blueberry ale. Last year they did a strawberry ale. Um, I would probably give you that with a little bit of a cream ale mixed with it. Oh, okay. So you get kind of like that, like nice, sweet, not overpowered, um, just kind of like a blueberry like vibe. Like a blueberry cream thing. Yeah. That actually sounds really good. Yeah. I think you'd enjoy oh, that. Okay, but I think I'll have one of those. Yeah, of course. Here, let me pour it for you. <laughs> um, yeah, we have, uh, what, what did I mix the other day? Mm, we have a lot of different ciders that come in too, like Gypsy Circus and Diskin and, um, Gypsy Circus has a lot of good, uh, like simple ciders where it's very natural. Um, but they'll do like dry ciders or semi sweet ciders rather than just like full fruit, like sweetness. Yeah. So those are fun to mix with because they give more of a champagne feel to it. And you can make like, you take like an orange, orange wheat, like, um, um, like tailgate orange wheat and you add that to it and it makes like a beer mosa, you know? So, or stuff like that, or like Belgian styles are really good to mix with, like that. So you get like that, that weird like bitter aftertaste of a Belgian, but it's very floral, and you add a little bit of cider to it, and it creates like a dry wine kind of like feel. Mm. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I like experimenting. Have you tried the Goblin? No. Nope. Goblin of these nuts. I was waiting for that. Ah, got him. Damn, I fell for it. <laughs> I fell for it. No, and like, I'm like, we have, we have seltzers and cans. So if people that don't like beer, we have an option for them. We have those new Bravazis, the hard uh, Italian soda, um, like killer, poured in a glass of ice, you know, Mix it with a little bit of like music city light to make a shandy, like stuff like that. Um, that's always a lot of fun. It's um, it's fun to to mix around stuff and yeah, I've I've tried a lot of your mixes. And they're always pretty good. I yeah. did I did do the Prince Street Suicide once. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot you did that. It wasn't the worst thing ever. But uh, I wouldn't order it twice. <laughs> I think it was the peanut butter nitro that, that messed you up. Yeah, we do have a nitro tap. I forgot to mention that. Oh, yeah. Um, nitros are fun. Um, bringing in some peanut butter beers or um, Yazoo's Gerst on nitro is phenomenal. Uh, Fat Bottom just came out with their Bertha nitro can. So now I have another nitro beer I can use. Ooh. Um, and it's pretty like Guinness like, so I'm excited to see how that goes. I can see the hype behind nitros. Not really my thing, but yeah, definitely interesting. Yeah. They're fun. They're different, but they're fun. Um, I wish I could perfect the black and tan though. The pro it's difficult to do with craft beer cause it's hard to like level them, especially when you don't have the, like the right equipment for it. Um, so I've been able to do it with got to get up to get down coffee milk stout by wiseacre out of Memphis mm -hmm. and Blackstone pumpkin ale 
and I know, but there's a whole big thing about pumpkin ales in the beer world. Y'all need to get over it. It's good. I'm sorry. <laughs> like that's hey, you no, know, I was mixing uh like you said, they gotta gotta get up to get down with uh pumpkin ale and it's just like a pumpkin latte. Yeah, it's a pumpkin spice latte. Like that's there's it's, people that don't was, like beer that are drinking a stout. Yeah, like I've said before, it like, just tastes like pumpkin spice usually latte. not a huge porter or stout fan, but like in the winter, like yeah, I'll have a few of those for sure. Yeah, <laughs> like that mix delicious. is so good. Mm-hmm. Tastes just like a and there's some craft beer that you can't mix because of the, the the profile that they gave you was just so good. You're like, I'm not trying to mess this at all. So I love that one specifically though because I love the flavors that you can put in coffee and the way you can make coffee taste. Even though just the flavor of black coffee I like, but I'm so caffeine sensitive that like I can't really drink coffee and yeah. I don't see the point paying for it for decaf. Right. <laughs> so like. How about a half calf? So a beer that tastes like that. What about a half calf? You want a half calf? I, I think I'll have. Do you have half caffeinated and half uncaffeinated? Yeah, half calf. Oh, yeah. I think, I think I'll have a half calf. Yeah, I'll have a half calf. Kicking and screaming. Great movie. Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, my favorite line from that movie is when he's like, yeah, there's running around like whirling dervishes. <laughs> I need to watch that. Watch I was like, that. what even is that? The first time I heard that. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, we're doing a pub crawl soon for Prince Street. Um, St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's crawl. themed. It's Saturday, March 18th. Uh, we are starting at Prince Street. Um, and we're going to Phillies. No, wait. We're going to Prince Street. Bless your heart. Which is like a cool, like kind of upscale, like charcuterie board mm-hmm. with, with alcohol type place very up and coming um then we're going to Philly's Philly's Game and Grill which is um like Philly cheesesteak spot it's really good food also great beers on the board there yeah they have a nice rotating tap system there um and then we're going to Big Trouble Brewing Company and there's going to be a band there um Megan and Daniel uh the Megan and Daniel show Megan and Daniel are a married couple that I've known for a few years now that um, they've played at a lot of the pubs and Daniel plays a variety of instruments. So he's got guitar. He's got a little drum pad that he does that he records over. Megan's got a phenomenal voice. Um, She's amazing. And then Daniel has bagpipes. So perfect, perfect for St. Patrick's Day. Um, it makes me wonder if I've seen him before because I haven't seen very many people that play bagpipes. But I remember years ago I went to a St. Patrick's Day party at Lighthouse Tattoo in Lebanon, and there was a guy out front playing bagpipes. Maybe he's played at Prince Street before the bagpipes. I've only met one person before that played them, so there's a chance it could be him. Yeah, one of the one of the chicks I used to date up in Jersey. Her whole family was a part of like a drum corps, so they were either drummers or bagpipers, and. I really wanted to learn bagpipes because I played bassoon for uh, for about six years, and it's it's kind of similar. It's not the same. A little more difficult to play bagpipes, but they was I'd imagine. Cool. Yeah, so we got that, and then um, we got a bunch of live music this month on Thursdays, and um, of course the pub crawl after this one's going to be May fourth yes so star wars pub crawl it's a thursday um i'm excited for that one we already have trivia booked at phillies that's a big one every year 
Yeah. At least for you and me, for sure. You guys know how much Kenny and I love Star Wars. So in this next part, we talk with our friend Kyle Reese about Return of the Jedi being re-released in theaters for their anniversary. Can we talk about how Return of the Jedi is being re-released in theaters on my birthday, April 28th? I'm excited. We're going. As well as, what's the name of the new game? Uh, Jedi Fallen Order Survivor. Survivor. Yeah. Is also released on that same day. Jedi Survivor, yeah. Yeah, so a double Star Wars release on my birthday. Yeah, we're hyped for it. I am <laughs> more than hyped for it. I know Qui-Gon is not in that movie, but I'm still going to go as Qui-Gon. True. Stop me. Try. I just hope they don't do the... Actually, like, there is no try. I hope they do like old school movie they don't do the new like new graphics movie i saw if it's gonna be like when i saw jaws because i went to see a uh, re-release of jaws at uh the same theater in imax and it still had the same pretty much like movie quality like maybe a little better but yeah but when they redid the star wars ones it like the biggest one they did was uh job the hut changed and it was just like compared to what the actual like video of it was to to what his cgi was just like all smooth and silky oh my gosh it was <laughs> no it was just it, it was a bad just thing i mean it didn't a bad batch the og like if they kept it to what it was if they kept it to what it was instead of like just trying to redo some she- cgi stuff like it would have been fine they did do a um they changed the the music end of it in another release but the biggest change, like Anakin. the biggest change, Anakin. Well, no, no, Ghost Anakin. They changed it to where Greedo shot first. Oh no! Yes, That's, Greedo that shot is... at Hans. Yes, first, first. In the original Hans. release, it's not a German Hans soldier. Shot first. I know. It was on VHS. Yeah, I Back have in the day. It's from like '96. I have the. I have the. the we know, Dad. The gold edition. VHS release. I'm sorry, I'm older. Than I have y'all. the I original. I had the three movie release that came in the box set, and my my brother gave me the gold the gold edition. The yeah. first time I watched it was on VHS. Thank you. you can watch it again, it's Dad. Right. Sorry, it's right there. we don't. We actually we would need to get a an actual VHS. I got you. It's in storage. Player. Yeah. It's a DVD VHS. DVD. I remember that. What? <laughs> when they like they did like the home DVD thing. They had this own like intro thing for DVD. DVD. So you were holding back, Kyle. What did you want to say? On the. I just I thought that was honestly I didn't like the remake on Java. Uh, no, the old school oh, Java no. with Princess Leia. Yeah, and, and then Return of the Jedi. They the, put in. They just well when they CGI. Hey, I'm sorry, it made him look like a worm, which I mean, he is, but it was more of a worm. Yep. That you would step on on the street the, versus the, the little, did it hit a little too far to home? No, I just I remember the old school from <laughs> you. You're not nice. <laughs> I remember the old school from you know. Yeah. Back in the day when I grew up with it and everybody thought, oh, man, you know, the Jedi and, and oh, it all came out. And then it was like, oh, no. And 
now the movies are backwards and then they started recreating everything which is a great thing don't get me wrong i enjoy it i'm still gonna watch it i'm still gonna go but old school is old school yeah for old people and then in return that's all i can say which other jedi you you touched on it they change uh the original actor for darth vader out to hayden christensen when he comes back as the ghost yeah yeah. spoiler alert unless if you haven't seen star wars while lou's grieving the death of his only people that haven't seen the star wars are the people that were in the star wars (laughs) right that was how i met your mother reference (laughs) oh yeah 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 ted yeah star wars yeah, yeah, that I like how uh, Luke's just sitting there mourning his father's death as the Ewoks are just raving in the background. <laughs> that was a meme. I love it so much. <laughs> just going hard as they can. I mean, hell, they almost got deleted. True. Well, think about if you were a reinforcement stormtrooper and you're going down to the moon of Endor and you're like, all right, so update us on the situation. And your your officers just go, okay. Well, we have to go in here because there's rebels trying to get this the satellite array and all that. And they're like, okay, well, how are they doing it if they're such a small force? And like, so they're these 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 native creatures that are are taking out battalions of stormtroopers. And they're like, okay, so what are they armed with? Sticks and rocks. Have you ever been to Build a Bear? Have you, like, okay, so Have you what ever about seeing the history of the world? What about and rocks? What about all? what about okay? What about their armor? Right? What kind of what kind of like force are we about to play? Uh, they they wear cloth and uh, leaves. They wear loincloths on their heads. And okay, what? <laughs> so so you're telling us we're being defeated by by these native just people in trees with sticks and rocks. Yeah, I forgot to mention they're also teddy bears. What are we doing? Just like why are we gonna give snuggle bears? But I like teddy bears. That's yeah, fine. Well, that's what that you know. You just got beat up by a teddy bear. What's I will up? say that uh what they I forget what the actual phrase is, but when they when they capture uh Han, Leia, Chewie, C3PO, R2D2, and all that, or not Leia, sorry, Luke, um, in the net, and the net drops because R2 like cuts it. They pan to two Ewoks and they say this one phrase. And that phrase is uh, is actually in Filipino. And really? it says, our net is full. And then the next Ewok says, how beautiful. Like, that's the translation of what they said. Really? Yeah. Was that, like, added in to? The more you No, know. That's, that's what they spoke. Like, they spoke, they spoke it. Filipino? Yeah. The Ewoks. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, that was one of the things. That was on a... Uh, a real that this comedian stand-up guy so we're getting a we're getting an ewok build a bear right we can just get an ewok i know where to but get you one. can record the voice in a build a bear <laughs> oh no yeah i like it good stuff man Prince talk <laughs> star wars talk yeah Star you Wars Preds talk. Hey, I mean, <laughs> hey, that's now Preds that, talk. That's a crossover episode, dude. You know, Preds do Star Wars night every year, so that's true. That is true. That we got to go. That was full, the first Preds game I went to. So there's your connection. Full regalia next year. Oh well, yeah, we're not stopping. Yeah, because this past year we were concerned about getting our lightsabers confiscated or helmets confiscated, but yeah, my Mando helmet. Lightsabers, maybe, 
but I definitely saw someone wearing a stormtrooper helmet. If we so. do it again, though, I we've have just to, we've already discussed this. I have to trim the mullet back so I look like Episode Two Obi Wan. So I need my brown tunic. You'll just look like. We'll uh, just get you your own tunic. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't look very happy with you. He's right now. not. I need my tunic. Yeah, you can have your brown tunic, and I can have my. I'll brown just tunic. buy you a new one. I need that one now. Just no. Just use your own. <laughs> Dude, use the force. Uh, this sounds. Use the force and take the tunic. Use the force <laughs> and take the tunic. What the force you had to your tunic? I figured out how to do the so like bad sound quality, right? Star Wars. The way that they did the stormtrooper uh, sound, literally, I do it. At, I do it at Prince Street all the time now, and I just. Why did you see some identification? <laughs> <laughs> like that's, that's funny, right? So it's like you have you have no, but that's good. You have Obi Wan like talking about like that. Do that like, again. Oh no! How long have I had these drawings? We're gonna, need some, <laughs> we're gonna need to see some identification. And then he says, "You don't need to see identification. We don't need to see identification." I wonder how much <laughs> that dude got paid. The stormtrooper that said just because that yeah. sounds just like it. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, if you'd have done that on a phone somewhere, you'd mess people yeah. up. I hope you, you'll leave us in peace. Like Google on, you know. Really, I hope. Uh, These are not the drawings you are looking for. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my what? god, dude! It's literally I'm holding my nose. I know, but while you, covering my mouth, I, I really just the voice. I really hope yeah. that voice actor ended up just working as a bartender afterwards. God, and it would say that all the time. I know at Prince Street, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need a piece of identification. Mm. I'm Saint Dote. Uh, I'm not working on. Uh, the pub crawl. I would hope not. Definitely going to tell the people at Prince Street when they're checking IDs. That's what you need to say, just to keep the vibe. Get them a voice Absolutely. changer if we have to, right? Well, you worked on the last pub crawl. I did, and that's no, you, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Not the yeah, last, not really, the last Star Wars pub. Crawl. I had to run. Well, we ran around. That was that was fun. Yeah, the hard part is on a Thursday this year because we're doing it on May fourth. Ooh, you heard it first here, people. Last, May the fourth, be with you. So. Friday, Cinco de Mayo, or as I say, Revenge of the Fifth. Oh, um, that's the take off. That just mean you have a massive hangover. Yes. Kenny Thomas and I had the opportunity to go to Yazoo's Funk Fest last year, so we thought we'd throw this one in there too. Can't wait to go back next year. So, Yazoo Funk Fest, twenty twenty three. What an absolutely incredible time. Jeez, was it fun. It was a blast. I tried at least 10 beers. I think y'all were a couple more than me. I'd say a couple more than a couple. Yeah. I think, oh man, I should have kept it, kept track. So there were close to 50 different to stands or breweries, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, some that we knew, some, some that were local. Fairly sure I tried every one of them. Not every beer from every stand, but I'm fairly sure I tried every stand. I think there. we went to every stand. Because I remember at one point specifically looking around like, wait a minute. Did I run out of different ones to try? Yeah. I think some of my favorite were some of the locals, like um Who asked um, you? Harding House. Uh Harding House yeah. they had some great beers. The Mesquite beat beer Iron. was really good. They had the I didn't actually try the beat one. I had to, I tried their 2021 Mescadine and 2022. I tried the beat one was actually really good. I actually wish I would have tried that. I'm gonna have to get in contact with my boy 
Um, the 2022 Muscadine was a mixed cultured farmhouse ale. Um, Indeed. It was really good. It was called The Branches. Um, I also tried the Green Tomato. I didn't beer. try that one either. I just tried both the uh, Branches, the Prolific. 2021 and 2022 version. I will say I think the 2021 was better in my opinion, but I mean, you know, clearly it's had a little age time. I know. I kind of like uh, stayed off to the side. I was talking to the sales, I want to say sales manager for Yazoo, Ken. Yeah. When I finally found him. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we got to try the Russian River Small Batch Series 2022 um, uh, Pro Spear. Um, that was a big deal. People yeah, were very excited deal. about that. It was awesome. Oh, Ken's in the background of this photo. That's fine. That was the um the IPA, correct? No. No? Well there was what was there was another one that was an IPA that this was had. a ale aged in red wine. Oh yes. Okay, yeah. No, it was so the ten point two. That was the first one we tried. And then the second one was a extremely piney hoppy IPA. Yeah. That they had. There was there was another podcast there that were doing a live recording. The All About Beer yeah, it's all Show. About beer. Yeah. All About Beer Show. Uh, Mr. John, who's up in New Jersey, actually. Um, I got his card. I sent him an email. So, um, in conversation with him now. Yeah, they were uh, pouring those beers out during the recordings. Yeah, they were doing live live tastings. It was really cool. Um, what else? What other beers stood out to you guys, if you remember? Um. I was a big fan of the Barique beers. Barique was there. Barique always has solid beers. As far as local goes, I feel like Barique, that's, that is, yeah, Barique and Harding House and obviously Yazoo. I don't think there were any other local breweries around. Yeehaw was there. Oh, Yeehaw? I didn't even see. Uh, they were there. Um, maybe, I, maybe I didn't try all of them then. Who else was there? Um, I know unlocally. Um, what was it? 20, 21st Street? No. No. Who were they? I have their sticker somewhere. I was literally talking about them earlier today. Um, I know exactly which one you're talking about as well. It's They're from St. Louis, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, da, 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 da. I don't remember. Uh, what was it? Golden Path. Second shift. Second second shift. Second yeah. Second shift brewery. Yeah, they were cool. Those yes. were cool people. Um, second shift was there. Um, there was another brewery from Florida. I think it was Miami, possibly. They were they were good. That's that's my uh, that's my description, and we got to try some Orval, some Trappist Trappist Monk. Yeah, beer. I really like that one. I also like the um, the New Belgium. It was the was that maple one. The, oh yeah, well, oh yeah, let, New Belgium was there. Floy. Yeah, you let me try Reserve, a little bit of that Upstate Maple. It was a really good one. I wish I could remember the name of that brewery that we tried that were kind of off to the side. The people who had the pink shirts. Orval. Yeah, that was, was Orval. That Orval? Yeah. That, was that them? Yeah. Oh, oh, that was such a good. She described it as like an IPA start, like yeah. an IPA front. I didn't really get that. To me, it tasted almost like a 
like a like a light lager that was semi-champagne-ish. Yeah. Like yeah. it was very carbonated. That was the trap the Trappist ale. Yep. We saw our friends from May Day. We saw Casey uh yeah. walking around enjoying some brews as well. That was cool. Um who else are we who we talk talk to? Um, uh I said like I ran into my friend Will from uh Harding House and uh ran into an old buddy I hadn't seen in a long time. Who oh yeah, from was, Pigeons. Yeah. yeah, old uh Pigeons Flock family friend. Ran into him there, which was pretty full, pretty fun. Yeah. See him, been, and been a while. to be fair, he came, he came up because he saw Terry majestically. He did approach us because he saw David's wonderful mullet flowing in the wind. Yeah, mm-hmm. we we had a few few of those guys, especially the uh, the chef. The chef oh, yeah. was like yes. super cool. The, the chef was in love with um, David. Terry does tend to flow better <laughs> in the wind when there are smoked meats in the wind. Yeah, that was oh Kinda god, that was some good little, food. Little higher gravity. They had smoked chicken breast. They had mussels. They had shrimp po'boys. They had ribs. They had what we were waiting. We we walked over there and got we, a little bit of food. We came back <laughs> two or three times in in just anticipation, waiting for what was smoked bologna, but as I called it, just giant glizzies. Yeah, we were we were waiting for these things to get done. And it was just hysterical because every time we came back, we're like, what time? And of course, 420 was baloney time, as was baloney time. that one dude said. He was baloney time. Yeah. It was cool. Uh, it was a very fun event. Um, the, f- the food was just, I don't know. I was just blown away by the food. The f- it was phenomenal. It was really, really good. Uh, Creature Comforts was there. Oh, yeah. Creature Comforts. Out of Athens. Forgot about them. Athens, Georgia. Shout out to Ewan. Yeah. The boy. The dump truck. <laughs> the Ewan. Yeah. Um, it was a good conversation. It was, uh, I mean, everyone in there was was just really happy to talk about their products. And um, I don't think there was anything I didn't like. The Bloomy Rind, the cheese company. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah, the cheese. The cheese was good. Frothy Monkey Frothy was there. Monkey. Yeah. Um, I know I grabbed some uh, kombucha. We have some uh, coffee to try still. Some of their cold. Oh, I tried it yesterday. How was it? Good. It was really good. I just, you know, I'm, you know, personally, I'm not a big coffee guy. Little, little caffeine sensitive little guy over here. But uh, I, I did. I, oh, you're sensitive. I'm so proud you can admit that. I, <laughs> as far as caffeine goes, yes, very much so. But uh, yeah, I slow sipped on that cold brew all day yesterday, and yeah, it's pretty nice. Pretty tasty. A little bit of milk in mine because you know, I'm a little coffee bitch. Coffee, coffee bitch. But yeah, man, it was a wonderful event. Everybody there was super kind. Uh, just great time. A lot of great conversations. Yeah. Yeah. We met, we met some pretty good people. We talked to a good amount of people about the podcast. Everyone was super curious. Yep. Giving out Give a lot of stickers. stickers. As many as we had on us. Many more sticker of group people out there. These we, days. uh, Especially the guy that didn't watch football, but his wife did, and she was a Green Bay fan. Yeah. yeah. We're not dissing the Green Bay, but. uh, I love cheese. Yeah. Yeah. We're all cheese. Cheese fans. We're all cheese. And Rogers can suck it, but (laughs) cheese is great. (laughs) He's on the Jets now. We won't talk about him. He's just following the footsteps of Brett Favre. 
Hopefully he doesn't go to the Vikings, but yeah. I was giving her such a hard time about that. I was like, watch, watch last season. He'll go to the Vikings. She was like, I will cry. Yeah, a lot of Green Bay fans would. Um, it was good. Uh, what else was there? I mean, I had a couple liquid deaths. Those were available. Um, obviously, Undenberg was there too. Yeah. I was very surprised because I didn't realize that Embrace the Funk was actually in a separate location from the actual brewery itself of Yazoo. Yeah. So when we pulled up, it was we were a little confused thinking, oh, because the I guess the other half of the building is like owned by Pella Windows. And so we're like, are we are we about to go into a Pella factory? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> no, but, you know, we ended up walking around the side and it was just a big old tent in a parking lot. Everyone having a great time, smoking some meats, drinking some beers. Got the actually, VIP uh, bracelets. I talked to Ken about that. I think they've been they've been there for I think I think he said 10 years. They've they've had that facility. Oh, wow. Just keep that all separate. I would imagine so, just because it's a yeah. it's the the funky yeast and yeah, bacteria that they, they use for sours. Yeah, yeah. Beers, so. I'd actually uh, that's actually very smart. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like that they do that. But I was actually talking to a buddy of mine I work with, Kramer, today. Um, shout out to his podcast, The Bearded Tastings. Um, he was telling me about that, and I was like, "Yeah, I man, we showed up and." Uh, we couldn't find the place at first. We thought we were at Pella Windows. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I thought the same thing the first time I went there, too. Yep. <laughs> it was definitely a fun um, for the craft brewers out there this weekend. Uh, the Funk Fest, I guess, kicked off the CBC, the Craft Brewers Conference. Um, and this part, we do get a little personal when we go over why we really took a break from the action of the podcast and how crazy and chaotic uh, at least my life is and what else I've been doing. But that was such a great vacation. <laughs> Why do you hate saying you took a vacation? You know me, dude. I have a, like my, the way I work, like I work pretty much seven days a week. And even if it is just for a few hours on some days, I work a lot. You know that I come home and I want to do a project or I want to do something. It's very rare that I'm just like, I don't want to do nothing. It's quite the busy boy. I'll yeah. say that, which is like, it's a hindrance on like this. Like I hate how we haven't been able to record because I'm just like, no, I got to go do something. Like I, hey, it's my fault too. It's been, it's been difficult. We, well, we've had time, but it's just like, our schedules have been so opposite here recently. Yeah. Where one of us is busy and the other one's not doing jack. Yeah. And then like, it's not that we don't want to do this. It's just, we like, I'm trying to get into some things that, that you like to do like anime facts, um, which we finished one punch man. One punch. Oh my God. I love that show. If you're an anime fan, drop your favorite anime. So we can, Drop your MMAs. MMAs! 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 We love it all. Um, so, finished Attack on Titan. You did not finish Attack on Titan. One Punch Man, <laughs> sir. One Punch Man. 
Yeah, I'm I'm looking at your display. That's why I said one uh, Attack on Titan. <laughs> my the next one I'm doing is Demon Slayer. I'm a couple episodes into that, and that is an incredible show. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad I'm getting into better, that. Dad. But I also finished Ted Lasso. So there's a couple of shows that I've been trying to catch up on and do. And I need to get into the, the Ted Lasso spirit. I think I'd like it if I sat down and actually watched it a little while. Oh, God, it's so good. It's hysterical. That's why I love it. Well, on top of that, I've also gotten some um, experiences with going to like the Nashville Soccer Club games. Oh, yeah. I've been going around to like different breweries and stuff for Prince Street to like kind of like build up a relationship with these places. So I've been doing a little bit more outside work um, to do that on top of also spreading the word of the podcast because that's also fun. Spread the good word. Um. Being the craft beer specialist at Prince, I got the opportunity to sit down with reps from breweries all across Tennessee, and I definitely slip in there that I I do a craft beer podcast. And you gotta, you gotta, yeah. So there's a lot of them that are out there that are super excited to see us come out there and hang out for a bit and possibly do some mobile recording, which is another thing I've also been working on in some spare time I have to figure out a laptop. Um, configuration to go out and record so that's this guy's always busy i have to be dude if if he's not slipping and sliding he's bar building and in this last part we go over a little bit more in depth of what we enjoyed about the funk fest and the stuff that we took away from it what about you guys what's your what was your takeaway from funk fest david We'll start with you, Kenny. You're next. Oh, thanks. We only have limited options here on Tennessee <laughs> on tap. <laughs> um, I enjoyed being able to talk to strangers about uh, beers. I do enjoy what I do at Prince, where I can, where I'm like kind of talking about the beers. Like people ask me all the questions about the beer, but I like talking to someone who knows what they're talking about. Um, not someone that can just like BS their way through telling me. A, oh, so you're admitting you don't know what you're talking about a style of beer. Um, <laughs> like today, like I or not today. Last night at work, a guy had never been or had never like really tried craft beer before, and his wife took him to a like beer thing. And I thought they were at the Funk Fest. They were describing this beer festival, but apparently another one was happening. So I guess it was the CBC or something. Yeah. Well, I'll be damned. And. He doesn't like craft beer, but he was like getting into it. And he said he really enjoyed um, like scotches and whiskeys and all that. And uh, I got him a flight, a flight of beer. Um, One beer I knew he would like, one beer I knew she would like, and then two kind of like mystery beers. And the way I was talking to them was kind of like basic. It was, you know, it was. Uh, Prince Street Pale Ale was talking about how it's a great beer to pair with pizza because the hops, the malts are used, complement both the vegetables and the meats on the pizza. You get that savory and that floral. Um, so it's a good pair for like a supreme pizza. Or I gave him the Big Falcon because he really liked uh, the the booziness, you know, feel of a, a beverage. So the Big Falcon, it's a double batch of the Falcon. Um, it's pretty boozy. I mean, you you could definitely, definitely, definitely get that feel. 
So he loved that beer. And then he tried the Sumco triple. I was about to say, did you give him the triple? Yeah. So he loved both of those. And obviously they're both high ABV beers. Sumco is what? Nine, uh, 9.8 this year. Um, so I enjoy being able to talk to people about beer. It's very rare. I can find someone that can talk about beer the way that like Brad and I can talk about beer. Gotcha. Someone that's that I don't already know. So it was nice to see strangers never met before being able to discuss beer yeah. like that, especially like the people that were on the panel for the other podcast that was there. Um, or just, you know, the random strangers that we were talking to. So yeah, that's what I liked. I like the a more knowledgeable group of people. Yeah. Instead of you just having to describe some stuff and yeah, that's it. It's more of a, like, yeah, I like being, I like being taught a little bit yeah. more. I like yesterday was a big learning day, you know, for me. That's what yeah. I liked. What about you, Kenny? Oh man, I guess I'd say my biggest takeaway from it was part partially what you said, uh, just kind of the vibes of the whole thing, and then also what David said. Like, but yeah, it just, it just felt like going through like a beer gauntlet. Like everyone, yeah. just every table you went to, having people describe to you what went into the beer, like the type of beer it was, the process that they used to make it. It it was it was a big learning session, and it was yeah. great. So. Not only are you sitting there having a great time and enjoying all these other people's company and as David said, getting to talk to strangers that don't know things, you have 50 plus brewers there who can actually tell you, Hey, this is what we did. This is how we made it. And this is why you should like it. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> and I'd say 97% of them were correct. I was like, you were right. I do really like this. Then yeah. again, it is funk fest. So based essentially around sour beer for the most part yeah which is clearly one of my favorites yeah i definitely felt that i i learned some not learned some new things i heard some new things that i hadn't heard before and definitely some stuff that i need to check out myself i'd like to learn more about beer personally because my obviously i have lots of experience drinking beer but not so much the knowledge base that i want to have i learned that baloney time is 420 that's true. And that wraps up our highlight episode here. We want to thank our friends and our family and all of our supporters and our fans all across the United States that are there to listen to us do this. We greatly appreciate your support. Again, please go follow us on Instagram at Tennessee on tap. Click those links in our bio. We have a online store. You can get t-shirts, hats, sweatshirts, pint glasses. Uh, there's going to be more stuff dropping on that soon. We can't wait for what 2024 has in store for us. We're super excited about it. We have a bunch of places that want us to set up and record at and get a bunch of these local businesses on our podcast and really get the word out for them. And of course, we can't wait to try all those local drafts as well. So thanks again. And remember, folks, life's too short for bad beer. So crack open a cold one with us. We're Tennessee on tap. This thing.